0: another edition of 99 questions i am your host bob buell this is of course an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people interesting questions and join with me today from minmax from Pentapixels, from all the video game sphere in general the world of video game journalism it's janet garcia janet how are you yo good to be here So glad to have you so glad to have you here Um, and we just have Some say too many questions here Uh, But before we dive into them, uh, we got some ground rules some terms and conditions. We got to click-through right up front Like ground rule number one take as much time or as little time as you need to answer the question if a yes or no suffice Give me a yes or no A short story about your life helps us get a better understanding. I want to hear that story Uh, Ground rule number two This is not, oh, I don't know, let's say 60 minutes. Uh, This is not a a journalistic endeavor here. Uh, If you want to pass over a question, you can certainly do so. No judgments, no worries. And grand rule number three, uh, despite the name of the show, there might be one off the cuff. There might be a follow-up I'll throw in there. Uh, By the nature of the English language, some of these are not questions. They're just words I put a question mark at the end of. We're not going to worry about that. Uh, So all that being said, the first of our non-counting questions. Janet, are you ready? Yes. Oh, starting off strong. One for one. (laughs) Actual question number one. What's the perfect breakfast?
1: Hmm. I'm already excited about these questions. Okay, <laughs> Perfect question. Perfect breakfast. Um, ah, I think... I don't know if it's like cheating because breakfast can be so big, but I would say something savory with a side of something sweet. I think hey. That's what breakfast is best. So I would probably go with like... I feel like it's, it's a two breakfasts though, but like eggs benedict with a side of French toast, but that'd be too much food. But that is my... Like, when I had brunch most recently, that was the thing I was debating between, like, those two things.
2: Mm -hmm. I think
1: my middle ground was I got to, like, maybe taste a little bit of something savory, and I went with a French toast. But that would probably be my ideal, even though it's too big for me to eat.
0: Little leftovers never hurt nobody. You know, this is is a perfect breakfast. You got to indulge a little. Uh, Question number two. Who's the coolest dude?
1: Uh I feel, my first thought was Fonzie, even though I'm too young to give that
0: answer. <laughs> hey. Just
1: because the branding <laughs> is really good, right? Um, yeah,
0: branding from like 1972 or whatever still holds up.
1: I haven't seen any of the actual content, any of the actual show, but every time <laughs> I see a character fix a jukebox, I think of Fonzie, and that speaks to something beyond what I think either of us could explain. So
2: I think I'm just going to stick with Fonzie.
0: Uh, you know what? Can't argue. Can't argue it uh question number three steak chicken or fish
1: Ooh, i guess i'll go chicken I think it's the safest of those it's the mm. one that i keep coming back to and that has served me the best over the years so i'll go chicken
0: versatility it's, you know it comes up a lot question four best gift you've ever gotten
1: now I feel like we're going to hurt some feelings, you know, because inherently <laughs> picking any of them is not picking others. The best gift I've ever gotten. Mm, I might have to go with my DS that I got for. Um, it was around like Christmas time that I got it for. But what was great about it and why it pops to mind is my brother was like he, you know, he was he's six years older than me. So he was already working at the time. Like he started working pretty young. So he was like, look, you know, you know, I'm getting you the DS. Like, you know, you want the, like, that's what I'm going to get you. Like, spoilers for Christmas. Like, we already know this. (laughs) And that was very common because, like, whenever we, we didn't get to ask for, like, that many items for Christmas. But usually, like, the items you did ask for, you got, um, you know, and you could be pretty safe with, I don't know, one or two games or whatever from my parents. Um, And, yeah, my brother's just like, you know, I'm getting you this. It's not a surprise. Do you want me to wrap it and then you get it on christmas or what if if we just go to the store now and buy it now and i was like that option (laughs) so it was an early christmas gift and i don't i don't think i'd want that all the time with all of my gifts especially as an adult but as a kid who did you know i had other gifts to open on christmas anyway it's like yeah let's cut the fat out i don't even know when he gave me this gift it could have been october november i don't know but it was early christmas gift and it was awesome and it, that was probably one of the last consoles I think I was directly gifted to because that, that was probably like around that last era of before I was my own adult and could, you know, get my own stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a mutual, we know where this is going. Let's just. exactly. <laughs> nice. Uh, question five. Best gift you've ever given.
1: Hmm. Um, I think I'd have to go with, what my brother would say for that which is uh me and my boyfriend isaiah gifted him and his wife the ps5 last christmas oh and he's like oh the moon by that gift he's also like (laughs) never he hasn't had his own console even though he's sharing that one with his wife so i guess it's still not his own but like he hasn't had his own console in a while and he hasn't had a modern console in quite some time because i he didn't have the PS4, so I guess the Switch is, like, his most modern one, but he's been kind of out of the game in that sense, but he, like, listens to all the shows, like, he listens to, like, kind of funniest PS I Love You that I'm on and stuff, so he's been so ready to get this PS5, but they're hard to get and they're expensive, so I think that's probably my best gift in that sense, but I'm going to cheat and also shout out the, um, uh, gosh, what is this guy, Isaiah, the Transformer, who's an animal also? <laughs> You don't have to carry him over, but what's his what's his name? Who is this? Who am I looking at here? <laughs> who yeah, is? I, I don't this? know who. Yeah, who is this? It's um like a transformer that also it's from the Beast Wars series. I love Beast and, uh, Wars. Yeah, I think it turns into like an ape. Maybe I don't know a,
0: an Optimus Primal, perhaps.
1: Yeah, it's, Optimus Primal would be the better name for it. I don't know what its actual name is, but he had mentioned like that he got this as a kid or had this as a kid a long time ago. So for maybe his birthday a few years ago, I got him that as one of his like surprise gifts just for like the nostalgia vibes. Um, And that one was cool because it's like, I love to pull a nostalgic gift like that. of something you had a long time ago that meant a lot to you that you can now just like have on your shelf for fond memories. So it's fun, like trying to hunt down with his very vague original description, like which one of these it is and like going on (laughs) eBay. So that's probably my favorite gift that I've given. But I think my brother would probably say that PS5's the best one, just because it's a PS5.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, hard to argue against. But that PS5 doesn't turn into, like, a gorilla or whatever. So. You're right.
1: <laughs> you can take the panels off the PS5, though, so it does have some uh, mobility. But... It's,
0: it's Transformer-esque. Yeah, all right. Uh, question six. What'd you want to do for a living when you were a kid?
1: When I was a kid, I wanted to be a the first thing I could remember wanting to be is a professional baseball player, which my brother did inform me that they don't have like like an MLB for women, but they have one in Japan. So then I was like, cool, I'm going to go to Japan and I'm going to play baseball in Japan. Mm
2: -hmm. And that was my
1: plan for a little while. Um, That didn't happen for a lot of reasons. (laughs) One, I was afraid to swing the bat in baseball, so didn't really have a lot of success there. Um, That's probably the beginning, the end of my Baseball career Penn city royals shout out to the brighton park baseball league that they had when i was a kid
0: you were that close you were that close mm-hmm. uh another life <laughs> question seven this is where things get real what's the largest animal you can beat in a fight
1: now when you say beat in a fight is it like boxing rules or is it like i have to
0: destroy this animal i would say judge's decision yeah okay. like like someone would have to the referee would step in and go he's had enough you know
1: that's so this is a, a a scary dark question because i don't want to have to How far, like i'm thinking how far do i have to take this you know what i mean <laughs> i could definitely stamp out like stomp out a frog i think if needed but yeah can we go bigger i like to think yes but then i'm like a sheep how strong is a sheep i don't know Biggest animal, ah, oh, just with value. I'm like, what's the biggest weakest animal? <laughs> oh, the, see, the thing is too, I don't think I have the heart to like. Do I get anything for this, or is it just like the the bragging rights?
0: uh You get the golden medal they give at the end of Star Wars or whatever, like a like a purely uh, tap on the back and great oh, job.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and even like chickens are kind of mean. They're feisty i mean maybe just a frog i don't think i'd have the stomach to like really take down a sheep. like i want to say sheep but i feel like i wouldn't be able to like do what is necessary you know what i mean like i don't think i have the gusto to fight. that was the thing i hated the most about boxing like i, I did some boxing in the summer like many years ago oh. and they were like oh well now that you're learning you got to spar and i hated sparring because i don't like i don't actually want to fight anyone i just like punching inanimate things i don't want to <laughs> square up against this girl who's been training for like six years like she's only 12 but she's in my weight class because i'm small like it's just <laughs> you know you ever get beat by like a child like that's what that that was my experience boxing so i don't know frog old frog uh,
0: we're locking in frog i like it uh question eight who's someone you look up to
1: mm, someone i look up to um i think probably my brother you know it, historically he's definitely played an integral role on how i am and you know the things i do and the things i like and obviously that starts to shift as you finally get older like now that i'm i feel like a full fledged adult and he's like just an older adult but mm. um yeah i think i still have a lot of admiration i think for the things he's accomplished his work ethic his outlook
0: very nice uh question nine first album you bought with your own money
1: oh let's see old money i think it was uh jay-z's the blueprint i bought it at Ooh. kmart with my mom my mom had to it was my money but my mom had to buy it i think because oh, it has the explicit like rating yeah. and when we got home she's like you have to play it for me also because i have to see it that's okay but the first song is just a fluff intro song so i feel like she's like eh, probably not the best but whatever um and i remember her being upset about it or like not wanting to buy it because the back of the cd is a picture of him smoking a cigar and that's
2: like ah. not age
1: appropriate so <laughs> i think that was my first album that i, I want to say with my own money but i'm not a thousand percent sure that it was with my own money because i don't know how much money i was getting at the time and if it was like but that, that that's the one i'd count for that
0: i like it yeah kid economics it gets gray you know exactly <laughs> uh question 10 what's your go-to karaoke song
1: oh man i actually haven't really done karaoke um officially the closest to karaoke i've done is i technically did karaoke in like a bar that had a karaoke machine but it wasn't like a karaoke bar um that
0: counts i'd say for
1: for that we did hit me with your best shot um Mm. while we were very very drunk so i guess i'll go with hit me with your best shot but i don't think i'd be um playing that now i'm not sure what i'd go to now i feel like shania twain's man i feel like a woman is pretty good so
0: i I might to lean on that
1: but yeah
0: oh yeah uh question 11 last song that you listened to
1: oh um it might have been let's see i listen to music all the time it was probably just something on my discover weekly but the last song that i like cognizantly listened to um was probably kill bill by SZA because i was listening to the beginning of the album um and that's the one that i can like most remember but i have music on pretty much all the time like i listen to my spotify discover weekly in the background and today's monday so new new playlist and it just kind of plays and eventually i like start to pick up on what some of the songs are but yeah
0: all right very nice uh question 12 What's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from?
1: Ooh, I want to hear more from um, Frank Ocean.
0: I think, mm. <laughs>
1: which I think anyone who likes Frank Ocean wants to hear more from Frank Ocean because <laughs> the discography is small.
0: Yeah, um, two.
1: If memory serves. Yeah, yeah, I think two for official. I think he might have like a, um like a one off like kind of demoey project floating around, but mm. um yeah, any any time. We're ready. You know, he's got that jewelry line. I, that can't be making that much, right? Like ah. you gotta come back.
0: Gotta we'll come back to your roots. You, you gotta know what uh brought you on the map here. Uh question 13. A song that brings the most emotion out of you.
1: Hmm. I I don't know about most, but I guess just thinking off the top of my head, I've been pretty into I'm like type into search. the exact name of it um no surprises by radiohead has got Mm. to me a good amount um yeah it's just in general radiohead i think will take an okay day and make it like maybe i am depressed again you know what i mean (laughs) like it's a little dangerous (laughs) tossing on the radiohead albums but it's also there's something kind of cathartic about it as well but um yeah most radiohead is a lot to take in
2: i
0: i got it, agree yeah uh 14 what's your favorite music video
1: mm, i haven't watched as many these days i think favorite let's say favorite ever let's see hmm. i really like um the cash and cash out music video with tyler the creator and pharrell because it's mm. kind of like a claymation stop motion kind of funky vibe to it um and i think those videos are at their best when they're kind of creative and odd and a little bit less straightforward than just the artist like playing or singing the song so i guess i'll go with that one i like
0: it uh 15 you got a million dollars but you have to donate it all to charity what charity is it going to
1: um i'd obviously want to research that probably too much to the point where I start to spiral on what's the best place <laughs> to put this charity to. Yeah. Um, but off the top of my head, um, Black Girls Code is a really fun one mm. that I, uh, you know, rep here and there when I can. I think that there, like, that was like my charity of choice when we did like Min-Max, Trivia Tower, All-Stars, even though I'm like, this isn't gonna work because I don't know <laughs> video game trivia, but, you know, <laughs> it gets the name out there at least.
0: No, 100%. Uh, Sixteen favorite holiday
1: uh favorite holiday christmas i think it's hard to compete with with christmas for me you got good you got food you got Mm. um gifts it's the perfect combination of everything nice decor uh music it's got like the most predominant genre for a holiday
0: true i think halloween might be close second but yeah it's got it definitely got the most
1: halloween's a fun one but there's not like the halloween songs like yeah you know for christmas like you can make a playlist of like 10 songs and they'd probably be like top 10 in there most played but i have fun seeking out some halloween tunes
0: no that's that's true mariah carey needs to make like a halloween song so she can I market for both. <laughs> non-stop playing her from october to january <laughs> let's keep it rolling um question 17 what's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop
1: Mm, i mean it's kind of a boring try hard answer but it is just a black coffee (laughs) um yeah not not a lot of adventure here i
0: guess Hey, nothing wrong with it plus it's like three bucks cheaper than everything else on the menu oh yeah (laughs) uh question 18 this is a biggie spell the word gray g-r-e-y
1: or a-y i don't know i wrote it today and i think i put it with an e
0: oh all right team ey putting the line in the sand there uh question 19 what's your prized possession
1: my prized possession uh i'm looking around and i'm just like none of this matters at all (laughs) it's just gonna be a mess for whoever whoever's around me when i die but most prized possession um i think up there is like i have this um little small stuffed animal panda that my dad gave me when i was like seven or eight and i still have it so i think that's pretty high up there like if i had to sit down and curate what could save from a fire that probably is making the list i think
0: that's a very funny visual of like a fire breaking out and you going okay let's analyze this
1: (laughs) well i do what you do before you know Uh, you got ready to go but
0: true true uh question 20 are you competitive
1: yeah probably unfortunately a little bit um i think i let go a lot of my competitiveness in when you're bad at things you kind of have to let go of the competitiveness or you won't <laughs> be able to enjoy anything but i think just from like my fifa matches with my brother alone i have to admit that i'm competitive because i do want to win and i have been irked many a time and i have been dare i say a sore loser in uh, some of those moments in a moment of weakness. So yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think I am a little competitive.
0: Gotcha. Uh 21. Do you consider golf a sport?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like super physical. I don't think I'd be able to do it very well, but I'd like to try sometime.
0: Yeah. Uh 22. Have you ever played any sports?
1: Yeah. I played um. Basketball a little bit, just recreationally, like never in like a team or a league. Um, I played baseball uh when I was in little League for a season. Um, I run do distance running, even though that's like the way I play it. It's more of a personal sport, but I think that still kind of counts. and then, I think those are the most sports I've done. Obviously, I've dabbled in some things here and there with gym class, like I really like playing like badminton for a while, but I never really did that outside of the context of. We are in gym class.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, question twenty-three: Favorite sport to watch?
1: Um. Oh, soccer. Easy. Mm. Everything else is a little bit boring to me, but I am willing to let things grow on me over time. But soccer is the one that I'm most interested in that I genuinely enjoy watching.
0: Nice.
2: Uh, Twenty-four. Theme parks. Yes. Perks are great. Um, I will say I'm a little
1: apprehensive. I feel like in riding coasters to a degree, like I love doing it, but when you're in that line, like even just um I went to Minnesota, you know, through Min Max for Truck to Shrek, and me mm-hmm. and Leo Vader rode um a what is it? Was it I think it was Spongebob theme, like a little coaster inside the mall, the mall of America. Yes. it's really not that scary of a coaster at all. But like when I was like in that line and you're walking up to that drop, I'm like maybe we shouldn't have eaten before this. Like, oh man, this could go south really easily. Um, And there was that nervousness, but super fun.
0: Love it. Uh, Question 25, dubbed the Ron Bennington after famous radio personality. You're standing in a wrestling ring and a wave of nine-year-olds, a random mix of boys and girls, are coming down to that ring to fight you. How many nine-year-olds could you beat in this fight?
1: um how many are coming down
0: that is the question so it's a it's a solid wave of x and you're confident okay. you can take on x but x plus okay. one you're probably gonna lose
1: i feel like I can at least take take on three i want to say but it's tough because again i'm very small you know for those who haven't seen me i'm five feet tall so i'm around their size but i feel like i've the life experience will kick in. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. there's a there's a hate in your heart that builds as you age a little bit, <laughs> and I think I'll dig within that and beat up some children if I needed to.
0: Yeah, you could like establish a false bond with them because you're at the same height, and then catch them with a sleeper hold or whatnot. I don't know.
1: <laughs> exactly. uh
0: Twenty six. What's a game you know you can win?
1: No, it's tough. Against anyone? Well, this is what the question says. Okay, let's see. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I, th- I always kind of envision this like a devil came down to Georgia, like you have to bet your soul on a oh, game. Oh, the
1: devil's down here? Okay. This is the devil. All-
0: let's see. <laughs> the devil's a gamer, turns out.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Who would have thought? Except for everyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Except for anyone in any public lobby oh, ever. Oh, man. Yeah.
1: Let's see. Jeez. I know when is there something I'm stupid good at? Let me think it's tough when you come out blank on that answer like what am i good at this is not a lot coming <laughs> up
2: um
1: i'm i'm pretty good at bananagrams, but i think the devil would be better but i'll poke mm-hmm. bananagrams out there because I, I tend to win when i play against my my family
0: i can't imagine the devil went on many road trips that would like include the little banana thing in it so it's like i i'd, I'd bet on you yeah uh 27 what topic can you discuss at the most
1: I think sitcoms, probably. Like, I just, I've watched a good amount of them, at least the the more modern ones, and I have a lot to say on them. So, even just picking down, like, Seinfeld, How Much Mother, whatever, like, I can probably talk about them for a pretty long time.
0: Very cool. Uh, 28. Favorite place you visited?
1: (sighs) I guess I'd have to go with, like... Mexico in general um mm. I was in Monterey uh La Oaxaca were the places that I visited and I think just from like a you know cultural perspective like you know being half Mexican um and just like it having getting to experience like a different slice of like the world uh granted Monterey is definitely a lot like America like you go there and I mean the stuff's in Spanish but it's like it looks like LA honestly but seeing stuff like the pyramid specifically was pretty memorable and something that like i hope to go back and do now that i'm a little bit older actually a lot older because i was eight at the time and can kind of appreciate it on a, a deeper level than i think i had at the time
0: yeah oh, i love that 29 what's your catchphrase
1: Ooh, <sighs> what's my catchphrase i feel like there are things i say fairly often as a do i have a catchphrase?
2: He's like two feet away from makes me show the office room. Is this something I'm saying a lot? I don't know. (sighs) Man,
1: this is the one. (laughs) I can't get stumped this early into the thing. Let's see. It's tough because like the only thing I can think of is the fact that I say sure a lot. And I say it like S-H-O-R-E. But that's me copying what I feel like is my boyfriend's catchphrase. So inadvertently, I guess that's my catchphrase as well. Because, like, people in my Twitch community and stuff know that is, like, a thing I say, but I'm, like, I'm really just pretending to be someone else. <laughs> I'm going to let that still
0: count, though. We'll go uh, with sure. Sure. Uh, uh, question 30. What's the best costume or cosplay you ever wore? Uh, let's
1: see. Best, I'd have to think about also the impressive level of the craft. Because I feel like I've worn ones that are good, but it's like, okay, I really just bought this from Party City and I just threw a jacket on mm. top of it. Um, I think... In high school, I was Ramona Flowers and I made the hammer myself. And while like the hammer didn't look that good in hindsight, um, it was cool at the moment and everyone was, I think, a little bit impressed by it. You know Actually, no, the best one I made, uh, the best one I had was my Splatoon cosplay from 2019, 2020 or so. Uh, with shout out to my boyfriend Isaiah, because he made the roller for me. Like he helps me make oh. it. Um, and the roller was like huge, um, which is also easier when you're smaller. But like we got this big thing from Home Depot and like He's like, okay, we can use these like pipes to like screw it in and like detach it so we can put it in the car on the way there. And, um, and I already had like the hat and stuff. And it's like, you can, the rest is just street style clothes. So it's pretty simple. But I think that was like the coolest one that I made. And I still have the roller, even though it's probably really gross looking because it's in our garage, but <laughs> I can't bear to get rid of it because it was so cool.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, 31. Have you ever had anything named after you? think so hmm hey tomorrow's another day
1: yeah there's still time
0: (laughs) uh 32 hobby you dedicated the most time to
1: probably video games but i feel like at this point most of my time was when it was work so i think i'll go with running uh distance running because i've been doing that like on and off since i was probably like 15 maybe even a little bit younger and i just think for the amount of hours spent it's probably running
0: oh yeah uh let's see 33 who's a celebrity you've had a crush on um i'm gonna go with tom holland Mm. i think dare i say hubba hubba excellent choice (laughs) uh no
1: elaboration (laughs)
0: 34 what's the strangest job you ever had
1: Mm, strangest um i guess it would probably be my first job because it was um like kind of a internshipy job through in chicago they have this program called after school matters and they like provide um jobs and like clubs and things for students um at least at the time, like they were like paid stipend internships that you could do for like a a semester or a summer or whatever. Yeah. And that was like the first paid job I had was that kind of internship, and it was a Spoken Word Academy one. So I got paid for like showing up, and we wrote poems and we performed them and we workshop them, and like that was my first job. And that's probably still the weirdest one I've had, just the sense that it's, I'd say atypical to have something that directly pays you for your art in that way. But then again, you know, I live on Patreon, so, like, what's typical anymore? <laughs> like, I don't know, but that's probably the weirdest job
0: I've had. Very nice. 35. Book you'd recommend the world to read?
1: I don't know if this is, like, speaking too highly it, because I only read through it once, but um, I really like Empathy Exams by Leslie Jameson. Um, mm-hmm. It's a book that examines empathy, and there are a collection of, of uh, creative nonfiction essays. And, um, you know, I think empathy is a really important part of being human i like the idea of it, of examining it i think she writes it really well so um that's a modern read well modernish read because i read it many years ago that really stuck with me and that i really enjoyed so that'd be my recommendation
0: very nice uh 36 a movie that always makes you laugh um
1: laugh that's a little tough because it's like, where's the the novelty isn't maybe quite there, but I'm going to go Ocean's Eleven. I don't know if I'm laughing out loud necessarily, but it's the one that brings me the most joy. Like that movie franchise in general is very much like a fun comfort series for me.
0: Oh, that's a great choice. Yeah. Uh, 37. What's the worst movie you've ever seen?
1: Oh, um, Room 1408. Saw it in theaters with my dad. We both hated it.
0: The Jim Carrey one? no
1: i don't i don't i couldn't i couldn't tell you one thing about this movie <laughs> other than the fact that there was a room called room 1408 and that's kind of it um that's all i that's the only thing i have a memory of for that all of it was just it was just really bad I have no idea if it actually was you know i was a kid when i watched it maybe i'd watch it and think it's great i don't know but i didn't like it and my dad didn't like it and we're two very different people so i feel like that's <laughs> that has to say something about the quality of this
0: film <laughs> the venn diagram crossover If if both walked out scratch it off the list uh 38 who's your favorite actor or actress
2: mm. i'm so bad
1: with names too and i feel like it's when i watch movies it's like i'm seeing these people all for the first time even though i've seen them my whole life um man is there someone that like i care about when i see oh you know what i like uh i'll go with ethan hawk it's like Ooh. a weird like specific cut because i love the before series of movies mm-hmm. um he was also in moon knight spoilers for moon knight and he was also in um the glass onion very briefly spoilers for glass onion if that matters it's like a small cameo and when he was there i was like hell yeah ethan hawk is here <laughs> and he, so he's like one of the few people i i, I see his i know who he is and i like the movies that he's in i'm gonna go ethan hawk
0: i love it Where is he in Glass Onion? I just watched that movie. He's the
1: guy that um like when they get onto the thing, he's like open your mouth and he like does this weird like vaccine thing where it's like you don't need to wear a mask this weekend or whatever.
0: Yeah, that was their Deus Ex Machina to like write off (laughs) the pandemic basically. Exactly.
1: Um and I was so sad that he wasn't in it more because I'm like Ethan Hawke's here, this is gonna be (laughs) great. Like I can't wait. Uh 39.
0: How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the raptors were running through the kitchen?
1: Probably pretty cool, but all of Jurassic Parks kind of a blur to me, to be oh. honest. I feel like I don't even know. Also, too, it's weird when you like are at an age and this can happen to anyone any generation, but where you only have like kind of part like like part of the movies came out when you were around, but then the other part wasn't. So I'm like, did I even see the the first one like what have i seen like i don't really yeah. know what i've seen if i'm being honest <laughs> don't tell ben <laughs> i'm
0: sitting in my message I don't, know right what, now. I don't know what i've
1: seen from this
0: no that's that i played is... that
1: one game like i don't know what i've seen from this thing The the ride is really good at universal like it's I don't all know just what... a blur it's just a bunch of dinosaurs like i wasn't yeah. there for chris pratt but that's all i know you know i'm like i don't know there's like I was there before Chris Pratt, but after some other people, whatever that slice was, that's where I am. I don't know.
0: And plus, like, I feel like that movie and that series has been, like, parodied and kind of just in the zeitgeist enough to, like, did I see it or did did I just see the trailer a lot?
2: Did I just
1: see the memes? Like, the Jeff Goldblum thing where he's like, you were so focused on whether you should. You didn't ask whether you could. You didn't ask if you should. Did I see him say that or do I just know that he said that? I don't know at this point something to look into
0: memory is a a fickle thing who knows uh question 40 first show as a kid you got really into
1: really into i'm gonna say dragon ball z only in the sense that like that's one of the first shows i remember actively actually deciding to watch because as a kid it's like okay you put on at least for like us it's like oh nickelodeon cartoon network and you watch stuff and sure there's stuff maybe you like and you don't like but I would pick that one out because I distinctly remember, like, my brother would watch it all the time. And I was like, I'm not interested in this. And I was coloring one day on the kitchen table and he was watching it in the living room. It was like open concept layout or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I, like, I thought to myself, I'm like, I'm going to go see what this is all about. And I was like, oh, yeah, I love this show. It's great. Um, <laughs> again, my takes at like seven. Don't know how well those takes age, but I did buy the skins in Fortnite because the loyalty remains.
0: Perfect. Listen that i i haven't watched it in also probably 15 years yes. plus i will go out on a limb and say that show holds up i remember that show being amazing uh, and i've also gone down a rabbit hole recently of watching the toonami promo clips for dragon ball z which are sometimes just as good so
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh 41 who should play you in a movie of your life
1: still ethan hawk for some reason i don't know hey, let's see he's just that um, good <laughs> i don't know um maybe i feel like i'm gonna butcher her name maybe zendaya because i feel like she has like a lot of roles that have a bit of bite to them and i feel like i kind of am, am an intense person and i think i'm also um as has been pointed out to me kind of a dramatic person and i feel like she could encompass the dramatization that i already add to my own life even though like it's over absolutely nothing like there's not anything going on but i'm like constantly a little on edge i think she could capture the madness that lies within
0: i I believe in her. the offer is being emailed as we speak uh ninety two who's the biggest celebrity you ever met in person
1: Oh man, who have i like met have i met i don't even know if I've met anyone like traditionally famous obviously I've met like games people, which mm-hmm. you know that's like a different depending
0: a different on where trend. they you know, rank they might cross over I, yeah.
1: I guess um um the I mean I'm trying to think if there's anyone like more traditionally famous. Um well, like the creators of Pokemon for um Pokemon Sword and Shield, like mm. that puppy like by suanna Mori. Like those are probably that's up there. I don't know if I've met in passing anyone just generally more famous. Um but yeah, I think I I guess I'd go with that for my yeah. answer.
0: I mean, biggest franchise in the world, yeah, that that <laughs> qualifies. Uh, forty-three TV show or podcast that you love, but you don't think anyone else knows about. Ooh, that last part's the, the tricky part. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you know, I guess I'd go. Um, my friends do an Nintendo podcast called the nintendo domain um podcast and it's like pretty Mm -hmm. small because they really are just doing it for the vibes. so i'm gonna have that as my deep cut because i do feel like that probably doesn't have you know ridiculous listenership but it's super fun they go all in on stuff every week and like it's still wild to me that like because i've been on the show a couple times like trey will have the most intensive run of show i've ever seen on any show and he's like oh yeah it's just for fun like i just like doing this (laughs) and um yeah i vibe with that energy
0: so there you go i love it what's the name of it one more time nintendo
1: nintendo main like nintendo domain but it's like smooshed
0: gotcha it's the smoosh that gets it there Mm -hmm. yeah uh 44 favorite comedian
1: i don't know i've kind of like jumped around a bit i've enjoyed Ooh, what is her name taylor something she has like a netflix special but
2: Ethan let me let me try Hawk.
1: to uh, taylor tom yeah i know ethan hogg it's all <laughs> all things point back to ethan Hawke. uh taylor tomlinson's uh, oh is yes. pretty enjoyable so i might i might have her as a pick um i don't know if he'd as more as a comedian or as an artist but bo burnham's inside like mm, rocked iconic. my life in the pandemic like are you joking but i don't know if that really counts for this so uh, let's go yes. with taylor tomlinson
0: for now i like it 25 best saturday night live cast member
1: mm, i don't think i know any of them oh, like literally boy. i don't think i can name any of them which i feel like sounds like a pick me answer um who is who who's there at this point who's there? i have no idea who's there
0: it doesn't even necessarily have to be current cast
1: just all, all time i wish i could tell you that helped me but it <laughs> it does not i have never like snl it's like you know a glance on the internet if something blows up but i never really watched it so yeah i don't i don't know this is the one that i can't i can't do, i can't do it i don't know anybody
0: okay all right wow a lot of shade thrown to will ferrell kate mckinnon
1: i guess i go will ferrell i like will ferrell I just, <laughs> I just don't know who any of these people are and Thanks. i can only name at any given time like one eighth the amount of celebrities that a regular person should be able to name like you can show me faces and i'm like i don't know who this is and like you've watched so many things with them i'm like i don't i don't know who i'm looking at here i don't know who i have
0: <laughs> who is this who is this in my home uh 46 what's the nerdiest thing you've done hmm.
1: i think probably in college in my dorm we made a shrine to the fictional fallen um like an arts and crafts kind of project where we printed out like pictures of iconic characters that died that we like want to oh. pay tribute to
2: um
1: and this was like not just during like a regular month it wasn't like halloween time it wasn't any anything we were just like i don't know how we came up with the idea to do this but that's like what we did with our spare time and then we put like an iconic line from them underneath and it was all like set up in the dorm um that was pretty geeky i don't think it gets nerdier than that
0: yeah i'm checking with the judges and they're they're going to allow it yeah um 47 least favorite state.
2: Hmm.
1: I don't know, because this is a tough one. It's like, do I go with one that is perceived as boring or one that has like most wronged me, you know, or mm. like have I had a negative experience with the state? Um, I don't know. I've had good memories in this all the states I've visited. I guess I'll toss in Florida out there um one i feel like there's been some pretty rough policies coming out of florida two it's super humid um though shout out to disney you know that's that's a fun time i went there and that was that's the only thing i go there for that and one of my friends got married in florida so i went there for that but i'm like this is the only thing i'm coming out here for
0: (laughs) too hot rains every day at noon yeah they got a lot they got a lot of cons in the column there uh 48 best thing you've ever won i
1: don't i don't know if it counts as i guess it counts as winning i guess i go with my marathon medal that's the thing i feel most accomplished about oh absolutely uh, does that count okay then that because i'm like i'm not competing though against any i'm competing against myself in my ability to finish it
0: <laughs> well exactly yeah, yeah absolutely counts. That. not even looking to the judges i know it can. uh 49 is there anything you've collected or had a collection of
1: for a while, I was collecting like beer bottle caps, probably like, different Ooh. beers I've drank. But then I stopped doing that, uh, and the jar smelled really gross when I did collect these.
0: Oh yeah, that's an unintended <laughs> um, side effect. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it, it, well, it smelled okay if you like because ho- I like hops, but it's it was a lot of sense in mm. one container. But that's probably the most like you know random little collection because I don't think I'm like going too intense with any of like I have a lot of nerd stuff, but I, I wouldn't say I'm like collecting. These items, it's just like I pick out stuff I like. Um, but I'm sure in that small collections will start to form, you know, over time.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, question fifty, dubbed the Ryan Davis, and the last of the fighting questions. I swear. Okay. You're in a fight to the death with another person equal to your size. You're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six-inch non-serrated knife. Knowing the other weapon, you don't choose goes to your opponent which do you choose knife or bat
2: mm.
1: how unsurrated is this knife
0: <laughs> the most unserrated possible <laughs> i'll
1: take the bat then because i feel mm. like you can do more damage with the bat and it has longer reach so i figured i can pull like a like you ever face someone who's not good at mortal combat but you're also not good at mortal combat so they just like stand there and they have a stick and they just suddenly hit the stick at you <laughs> and you can't reach them because like it's not that they're good but you're also not good and you kind of just got back into a corner that's what I'm hoping for in this kind of scenario um, so there we go I'm going with the aluminum bat next Black fest bat <laughs> knife or I don't know <laughs> stick
0: bat knife or run away we will see if that is the next Splatfest in Splatoon. But until then, we still have so much more of this episode with the great Janet Garcia. Let's just take a moment to pay the bills and send a shout out to the wonderful people who do the music for this show. Like the song you're hearing right now from the Mini Vandals, the song that's gonna play us back for break from DJ Williams, the opening song from Diala, or the closing one from Single Friend. And you know what I always say here, if you want to rate us five stars on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your shows, it put a smile on, on this face of mine. This Beuly face of mine. But uh hey, let's get back to the episode. We got Janet waiting. Come on. We got one more thing before we get back to the show. Something brand new, something I'm very excited about the 99 questions hotline hotline sure that's what we're gonna go with I created a phone number for you to call you can leave me a voicemail if you have questions for me if you have questions about the show if you have questions for future guests you can call in leave a voicemail and your voice might be the one actually asking the question live on the show well not live it's pre-recorded but you know what I mean I got the number right here. 732-592-9838. That spells out Real Wax Vet. That's right. Real Wax Vet. Like a veterinarian who's really made of wax. I don't know. All the good numbers are taken, so this is the closest one I could get. Real Wax Vet. One more time, that's 732-592-9838. 38. Give it a call. Leave a message. Have a great day. Uh, I have heard from your various musings across the internet, uh, you are a fan of the Jack and Daxter series. I am, uh, indeed. But I have heard a startling revelation recently mm-hmm. that, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Jack 2, I believe, was your favorite game of all time and yes. has now been dethroned. Yes. Um. Can you... Just walk me through the process here. Cause to me, I, I feel like there's so much nostalgia listed with everything in my top 10, that it's yes. almost embossed there forever. Almost, you know what I mean? So for me to be able to like take number one down a peg, I'm j- I just, I, I'm, I'm not criticizing it. I think it is a fantastic uh, uh, choice, but I, I, I'm just very interested in the mindset of, uh, of doing so. How did you come to this conclusion?
1: Well, I I played the game again. <laughs> Cause <laughs> here's the thing. And I've played the game before as an adult. Like I played yeah. um, you know, as a kid when it got you no know, round when it came out ish. Uh which was as like oh oh three, oh five kind of general window, just off the top of my head. Um And then I played again in college, and I think that was actually my first time beating it, because, which, you know, I went to college between, like, 2012 and 2016, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I think it's my first time beating it, because I never, I don't think I beat it as a kid, because it was too hard. Uh, If you've played this game, you know that it's it's pretty hard at some spots. Um, And part of that is design flaws, which I even knew then, because there's, you know, escort missions, where, like, there's friendly fire turned on for the escort mission, and little things like that, that really start to, like, weigh on you, where you're fighting against the game. But, in my memory, those were like kind of few and far between. And I was like and I, I remember, though, when I, in college, when I beat it, I was like, oh, my God, cool. I did that. I don't think I'm ever going to do that again because I remember it being that hard. Then fast forward to now, you know, me, and my brother played the first game like last year at like the end of the year. So he's like, oh, let's do the second game now. Like, well, it would be like a little tradition. I'm Like, sure, sure. Get on a Twitch, you know, have the game here, playing it. We're talking about it. And, you know, going back and forth in the controller on it. And, like, I think over time, in a way, that's like very clear to me, I've gotten better at games just by way of playing a lot of hours. So, like, skills start to hone. Still not, like, the best gamer of all time or anything. But I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely better than I was, like, in college because I've played so many video games. I've done so much, blah, blah. This won't be too bad. I pick up the controller. I start feeling it. The lack of strength. The, like, constant, the weird, like, everything. I'm like, man. I see where like the good was, but like so many decisions just didn't like it's kind of funny because it it really is like me finally coming around to criticism that also was there at the time. Like it's a pretty well received game in terms of like if you look at the Metacritic, it's like fairly high. But a lot of people that talked about the game then or even talk about it now voice the things that like I'm now finally voicing.
2: Mm. And I don't know
1: what it was where it's like, like, you know, 20 years later, I'm like, you know what? I don't think this game was that good. And people are like, yeah, we told you that a long time ago. We told you that when they did the change, like, da da da. And like, I just didn't agree, you know, at the time. And then now that I'm playing through it and I still haven't beaten in I, I kind of would like to go and finish the replay we were doing. But like, it's just like mission after mission. There was pain point after pain point. When in my mind, I'm like, I remember there being like, I don't know, three or four annoying missions. Mm. not like almost the whole game. And then even little things were like, it's fun, but I'm like, why did they put the checkpoint here for this? Bo- why is there no checkpoint for this boss? It's fine. We did it like in two, two runs. It's not a big deal, but at the same time, it's like, why do they do that? So little stuff like that. I'm like, man, man, this game's not that good. And that's really why I had it as it was my top game. Not because it was the best game I ever played. Cause that would be Breath of the wild. If I ranked it on that, mm. it is based on love to me that your favorite games of all time. And I feel like the love I had for it has been eclipsed by the frustrations I now have for it. So I'm like, you know what? Jack one's right there. And I've played that last year and I have no beefs with that game. That game's awesome. It's not perfect either, but it's like, okay, let's move this up and we'll just put Jack two to the side, but positive spin on it. Maybe this will make me like, like Jack three more. Cause I remember Jack two being better than Jack three in my mind. Or maybe they both just get lowered. I don't know, but um you know, don't replay your favorites if you're concerned that this could happen <laughs> to you, because it had, you know, like true life. It happened to me, right? It's like, okay, yeah, it was, it was tough to admit um, and to like have to see it happen in real time for myself. But you know, what the, what's the other option? Just denial? I don't want to yeah. do that.
0: Can't As live a sense, lie. It,
1: yeah, yeah. it was rough.
0: I, I can imagine, but I, I. I think there's a, a glimmer of a positive message in there somewhere, something along the, you could change, I could change, we all could change. I don't know. Sure. I'm not smart enough to think of this moral, but there's something in there, and I <laughs> I really love that. Uh, but we got so many darn questions. Let's uh, let's roll back onto the list here. Uh, Fifty one. What's your phone wallpaper right now?
1: Oh, it's uh, a picture of my boyfriend Isaiah holding our cat Bruce.
0: Oh, love it. Uh, Fifty two. What's the last thing you Googled?
1: Oh man, I maybe would actually just pull up the answer. I'm kind of scared though, also. Oh, um <laughs> the last thing I Googled was um scored word meme window to get that picture of him looking out the window <laughs> and being sad. And it was to send to like um my coworker slash boss, depending on how you want to slice it, Greg, because he's like, Hey, spoilers for the future, he's like, Oh, don't worry about doing ps i Love You for like March 2nd, because we're just gonna do destiny stuff. And I already said I don't wanna do destiny stuff. But at the same time it's like you know the meme of me watching y'all play <laughs> destiny and i don't want to play it so i don't mind being off the episode but it's like you know
2: still left, you left are out of the group
1: falling without me yeah so that's, yeah. That, that's it
0: brilliant uh 53 you have to name your next pet without seeing them what do you name mm.
1: them oh man i'm thinking too of like my current pet which i have a cat named bruce and the lady, Funky thing about that is she's a girl cat, but it's because Isaiah felt like she looked like Batman or something. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> she she had like dark fur. Logical. He likes up. the dark night. Yeah. yeah. You know. Oh, like well, Bruce, like Bruce Wayne. So I'm like, what could I and then I'm thinking like the last cat that I saw on the internet was a a, a tuxedo cat and he had white paws and his name was socks and his paws like kind of look like socks. And it's like, yeah, that's that's genius. Um <laughs> But it's like without seeing the pet i'm picturing a cat because i feel like i'm a cat person and my next pet very well could be a cat maybe like i'm thinking is there like a name that i just like um this is so this is the hardest question that i've had yet things
0: get real because i'm
1: trying to picture like You know i'm thinking funky stuff and i'm like i think that'll be too dumb like naming him like mr meepers like that's too stupid i think a little bit um (laughs) but i also don't want to be too human where it's like this is dave like that's creepy too (laughs) yeah so um even though bruce is also like a human name something about it works like i don't know and then yeah we yeah spin off nicknames and things maybe like um coco i think Mm. you know i'm thinking of like the sister from crash bandicoot Maybe the cat has, like, some cocoa elements, you know? Yeah. Maybe the nickname could be CC or something. I don't know.
0: Oh, it writes itself. Come on. <laughs> yeah. 54. What professional wrestler would you compare yourself to? Mm.
1: It's tough because, like, I haven't watched wrestling in, like, a million years. Um, maybe. I'm trying to think of who was around that I was watching a lot there's you know there's the rock there's like undertaker hulk hogan I'm trying to think if there's someone mick... who had sako
2: oh
0: mick foley remember?
1: mick foley i feel like i'm gonna go with mick foley I've... Isaiah's sitting there like what are these questions you'll have to listen to find out what's on the other end of this thing
0: i have a signed mr sako from seeing mick foley live at Even a though, stand-up like I... show
1: as, like, you know, and hey, no judgment here, but as an adult, I don't know if, like, you know, shoving a sock down your pants and then putting <laughs> in faces spaces resonates with me as, like, a, my 29-year-old self. But as a kid, I resonated with Socko. You know A-plus. what I mean? Like, yeah. something in Socko spoke to me and my brother <laughs> at the time. So we're going Mick Foley, even though I don't remember any other specifics. Don't read too much into it, but we're going with Mick Foley.
0: He's a heck of a guy. You're good. You're covered. Don't worry uh 55 it's so funny
1: that you had the soccer right there. i didn't even notice i was like
0: i'm, I'm prepared
1: Perfect person like right okay
0: <laughs> wrestling i got you all day don't worry uh 55 what's your comfort food on a bad day
1: um mac and cheese slash yeah. some kind of pasta like i love a food that you like again this is going to sound like red flag i'm doing okay i promise but a food <laughs> that you can barely you barely have to eat it to eat it you know Mm. you kind of just shovel it down it's a good shovel food it is um yeah
2: excellent excellent 56 favorite smell i think probably the smell of fresh laundry Ooh,
0: that is s tier yes
1: i've been known to get a couple candles to like those linen candles and things that's oh, a pretty yeah. good smell
0: i think i literally have one just off screen next to it you got it, it all survey. at the desk right
1: here I'm you probably, the next answer is sitting right in front of you.
0: I can't wait. <laughs> I have a cat named Coco too. It's amazing. Uh 50 57. Best candy.
1: Um, the red flavored fruities that the Tootsie Roll company makes.
0: Ooh, I don't know if I'm familiar. Oh, they're
1: like kind of they're like slightly niche. Uh often like a corner store kind of candy. Mm-hmm. Or like random halloween handout candy but it's kind of hard to like buy it like you can't really buy it very easily at least i found like the only time i've been able to go into a store and buy it is like a random not chain pharmacy in like my college town would sell like seven pound bags of them but only in (laughs) one flavor so getting a mix of them is like hard as well so they're like kind of um a slightly off the beaten path candy that a real company puts out but i think they're like one of the best uh out there so
0: i'm gonna keep an eye on this hopefully it's not like the jack
1: two of candy i don't know (laughs) but i feel pretty confident in the in the fruities cosine at me if they're nasty and you have them i don't know let me know
0: yeah get at me fruities uh people uh 58 worst candy
1: oh man milk duds
2: Mm. they're really
1: dry and kind of chalky yeah and it's probably worse if i think about it a little bit more but like i think about like those those freaking variety packs you get and i'm like i'm avoiding the milk duds all day (laughs) every day
0: (laughs) more than fair uh 59 what's a restaurant you'd recommend
1: restaurant i'd recommend um i mean there's a lot of restaurants I'd probably recommend let's see i'm trying to think a place as well because i had this food trucks i'd recommend what's a restaurant where we go inside and we sit down. Um you know what I the place I had my birthday brunch I really liked even though it was only one meal. But I'm trying to remember what the name of that it's like La Bohemie or something. I'm probably butchering the name also. But it's in LA. It's in like West Hollywood and it had a really fun vibe and it had going back to the breakfast thing, yeah. I had the French toast there for brunch. The French toast I had there was like the best French toast I've ever had in my life. Oh. So and I, I and I've eaten a couple slices throughout the years. Okay? I've Frenched so, a toast
0: or two in my I day.
1: Like, <laughs> worst case scenario, you're still getting a really good French toast. Maybe it's not the best of your life. I don't know. Can't can't promise that. But it was it was really good. Uh, the burger that my family had was also good. And they had like a fun vibe. It like it would like an outdoor seating thing. But like it wasn't like super sunny. It was well shaded it kind of mm. looks like you just brought a bunch of indoor furniture outside a little hippy dippy but not too pretentious Yeah. so west hollywood Hemi, butchering the name for sure but <laughs> google will figure it out
0: google always does not sponsored uh 50 no 60 what's a food you've never eaten
1: i mean there's a lot but i'm trying to think of one that i know that i haven't eaten um i'm trying to think of probably something in the way of like f- something seafood related or maybe something like a very specific part of an animal i want to say i've avoided tongue Ooh. hopefully i haven't eaten tongue, cause just because it's one of those things where like i'm sure if i ate it i'd be like this is fine but like i have these visceral memories of being a kid in like the butcher shop of the grocery store and seeing like the big tongue yeah. the big cow tongue just sitting there so i'm gonna i'm gonna say tongue. Um, And that's purely from a place of, like, juvenile, this grosses me out to look at it-ness. So I'm going to go with tongue.
0: Totally fair. Totally fair. Uh, Question 61. Strangest food that you have eaten?
1: I don't know. I haven't really ventured that strange, I don't think. Um, It's been pretty uh, vanilla, I think, when I really think. As much as I like to adventure out to taste different foods... The strangest food i've eaten um i don't know i guess just different like again like oysters isn't really that strange squid i don't know like uh the strangest food i've had yeah i don't know i guess that caviar which i think is frankly a little overrated um yeah
0: just salty really yeah
1: yeah, i'm like what what am i supposed to get in here besides (laughs) debt You know, I don't know. Um but yeah, I got to work on that. I need a more interesting answer.
0: Hey. And really isn't that why we're doing this? <laughs> to... Yeah, that's what it all comes back to. That's what it all comes back. Uh 62. Uh what's a typical day off?
1: <sighs> it's not a lot of fun. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm still figuring that out, if I'm being honest. Um, Mm. And it's not because I literally don't have any days off, because I I am actually trying to take take back my weekends and not stream and not do whatever. But honestly, probably sleeping in, uh, you know, kind of waking up with, like, no set alarm for the most part. Um, And probably just playing some games for leisure. Um, You know, I play a lot of games to, like, keep up with things. And I think I try to make it a point when I'm off to play the stuff that, like, doesn't matter for my job but that I just want to get to like, I've been playing a tiny kin recently, like trying mm. to finish that from a year or so ago that I started at, or like playing co-op games with, you know, my boyfriend or games of my family. Um, Other than that, a lot of times since usually my days off are the weekend, Um, you know, I do like my skate lesson, my piano lessons. Sometimes I do my runs and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I try to maybe look at some stuff that I just think would be fun to do. And, Go for that. That's if I'm not just going outside and like having some type of plan to see a movie or you know, do anything like that. But um yeah, I guess I'm still trying to come up with what is the flow for when I'm at rest. What does that rest look like? And I don't really know for sure, but I'm figuring it out.
0: I gotcha. Uh question 63. Bucket list item that you accomplished.
1: oh that I've accomplished. I think running the marathon. Oh, Which was yeah. one that like I didn't, I didn't even want to put that down for a long time because I'm like, it's such a burden. Like, and I and I love running and I have for many years, but I'm like, it's just so far. Like, do I even care? You know what I mean? Like, do I even want to do, accomplish that? But of course, like I, I think a lot of runners who are distance runners do because it is like one of the big milestones. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that, that's on there. Um, yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. Uh sixty-four bucket list item you probably won't accomplish.
1: This is tough. And again, it's like I feel like I'm unveiling my um what's it? Like running uh what's the word when like you don't believe like low self-esteem almost or something? Okay, but, sure. Um but the getting the Abbott marathons, which like I feel like that's me just being more realistic though, than being like you know, a naysayer to myself, but I am going to finally go for them. Like I, Again, that's another goal that I didn't want to really have because I don't think I'll accomplish it. Mm. But like that's kind of the fun, right? Like having goals where some of them are a little lofty. So for those who don't know, like the Abbott marathons, um, I might be butchering this slightly. I believe there's six of them. And they are different marathons that you run them and then you get like a fancy medal for doing all of them. And they're like across the world. So like Chicago's an Abbott, um there's one i think in paris there's one i think in tokyo again i might be, or hong kong or something like i might be butchering some of the regions There's one in berlin for sure so they're tough just in by way of you know you still have to have the fitness and you have to travel that's not too bad though the one that's really hard to me is boston because boston is the only mar- one of the few marathons that you have to have a qualifying time to do now you can run boston without a qualifying time if you run for charity but personally no shade to charity obviously the great reason to run but I would want to qualify if I got Mm. to do it, like I'd want to really earn it. And the qualifying times, you know, feel free to, if you're listening, Google them and and look at what they are. They're so hard. It's something like, like three hours and something. And I ran ran like a five and a half hours. So it's like, okay, shaving off two hours, like, and the time does get lower as you age and there's different um, time requirements based on, you know, the men and women's division and things like that. But it is definitely challenging to the point where I would need to take It's so serious on a way that like I and also there's the question of am I even physically capable of doing that kind of speed because it is really like the highest level of like being amateur in the sport. Yeah. So that's the that's probably the one that like I don't want to necessarily name that as like the one I don't think I can do, but there's definitely a big question mark there. But I'm I'm looking forward to the pursuit of it, Mm. um, and pursuing it as long as it's bringing me joy and also being open to like shifting that if if need be but the idea of really going all in you know hiring a trainer like doing hardcore like dietitian stuff and drinking smoothies and eating egg yolks and just like <laughs> reading books and stuff like i would like to commit and really make an attempt at that um but it is very very challenging so we'll see
0: wow it sounds incredibly difficult but uh yeah we shall see uh 65 dubbed by previous guests the realist question of the bunch Mm. name of a friend you don't keep in contact with but regret it
1: Mm. i don't keep in contact with but regret it um i think i would go with like my friends from chicago uh justin catherine like we don't talk a lot i wouldn't say we don't keep in contact so maybe it's a little bit cheating Mm. um so because i i like saw them when they visited but i feel like it would have been nice to maintain that friendship more. Um, And I had a dream about them last night. And that's why like, it's fresh on my mind. I think for people that I straight up don't have any contact with, um, I think my friend Allie from Chicago too, Um, you know, we went to high school together. She's a photographer, super talented. And I just feel like she's a really cool person. And I'm like, that's a little bit more neutral because we didn't have as, as deep of a friendship, but I think it's like, yeah, that would have been cool to maybe keep up with. And, you know, I still like follow them online and stuff, but, um yeah i think you know it's definitely tough making and maintaining friendships into adulthood and at the same time you know life's long the door is always open like i could do that at any point anymore if i felt the need um but yeah they did cross my mind where i'm like i should probably hit them up a little bit more often just to you know do some check-ins i think we could all stand to check in with our friends a little bit more
0: that is the truth yeah uh 66 What's a game that makes you feel nostalgic?
1: I think, I mean, a lot of games, but I think Super Mario Sunshine definitely feels like a time. I feel like it was like the peak of childhood gaming for me in a sense because I was old enough to know what was going on, but young enough to not have a job yet. And it's funny because like, I had other consoles that had that cachet to them too. Like the PS3, I wasn't, you know, I was in high school when I had that. <clears throat> Excuse me. but. I feel like that was that was like the peak for me because I wasn't also like thinking as much of like older issues or whatever that you have, like as you age. And I think back to that, too, because it's also a time when like that was my brother's last time having that kind of console. And I remember him telling me he tells a story all the time where he's like, you know, he went to he worked at Walgreens for like many years, like nine years or something. Mm. Started really young, like at 18 or something. And he's like, I remember playing the GameCube and it was the weekend before I started working. And I played the hell out of the GameCube because I knew that it would never be quite like this again. And again, he, he aged wow. very quickly. It's like he's like a kid, like having this thought. But I think in a sense, like it wasn't that for me because I was younger. But at the same time, it was the era where he was around to play those games at that scale. And we like that was probably the peak of us gaming together and being around. So I think there's like plus it has like that vacationy vibe and something about that feels like mm. there's a lightheartedness to Mario Sunshine. That kind of, it all mixes together. Like, I remember booting it up for the, um, I think, two different times, you know, because it came, with, came on the Switch, and then I had I have it on GameCube as well. And one of my uh, vacations from work that I did, I, like, sat down at my, my little TV with my GameCube and my, like, HDMI adapter thing that I have from EOS Gaming, um, and just, or Eon Gaming, and just played, and, like, reconnecting with that freedom. I think, for me, that's, like, pretty close to peak nostalgia.
0: Oh, it's amazing uh 67 what game have you spent the most time playing individual game
1: it's probably animal crossing new horizons because i feel like i had Ooh. like a hundred plus in there but i'm not quite sure second that comes to mind is breath of the wild which i still have not beaten, in but i have 80 hours in there
2: Ooh. um
1: just because like i dig into franchises pretty heavily but that still varies game to game you know like the fifa's like well eventually i leave 22 and i go to 23. Yeah, Uh, new horizons and breath of the wild are very much games you can live in for the sake of your own isolated enjoyment and that's like where i reside like i'm not a big (laughs) multiplayer person i'm like i want to be here alone making my own little world and (laughs) and playing by my own little rules within the set of rules like it's a structure within a structure which i think is very satisfying for me
0: that makes a lot of sense i love it uh 60 68 what's something you've built with your own hands
1: i feel like built's a little dramatic but i made uh those lego succulents <laughs> i didn't make the lego so i don't know if that counts but <laughs> um but yeah, that's that's up there. And guys, there's something that I more generally like crafted from scratch. I don't think so. I'm not a very handy person. So I think mm. I'm just gonna roll with the Lego.
0: Lego That's my main thing. I like it. Uh, 69, best pickup line.
1: Mm. I don't know, man. I don't like any of them. Um. <laughs> I don't know. They're all so cheesy. Let's see i don't know uh let's see what can i come up with here what can i conjure up in my mind's eye
0: yeah because even that's like
1: less horrible
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah because even just the question implies that there is a best pickup line which is maybe up for debate uh
1: i don't know the closest i can think of this is not really a pickup line it's more of a scenario again it all comes back to sitcoms i like the scene in how i met your mother when like ted is super drunk and he like to, it's just like, can I get this girl's numbers? Like and she's like, Yeah, sure. And then he like like uh hit call or whatever. He's like, hey, it works. And she's like, Well, I guess you're gonna have to call me. And like, that's cute. But yeah. I don't know if that that doesn't really count though. It's kind of like a non-answer. I, it's I'm really starting to slip in this later half and I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like it.
0: <laughs> we'll pick it back up. We'll pick it back up. Uh question seventy. Have you ever had any good nicknames?
1: Uh yeah. Um I, I go by jay with my family a good amount like mostly with my brother edwin um and that one's probably the most universal one that i enjoy and that i'll use myself sometimes um yeah that's probably my go-to for my nicknames nice. it's good for ordering too i lean on that a lot for ordering
2: mm. what's the name
1: i just always give jay i don't give janet ever
2: because <laughs> people true. don't hear
1: it right they hear shannon a lot
0: oh wow yeah yeah even I get like Don half the time I'm on the phone. It's like, Bob, really? That's what you're, all right, sure. Uh, let's see, 71. Do you believe in love at first sight?
1: No, I think there is attraction at first sight, for sure. And I feel like I've I've felt that with people, but I don't think, I think love is too deep to feel at first sight. Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Uh, 72 what's a big turn off of yours
1: that's probably a lot let's see um <laughs> i don't know i mean there's a lot of things that i don't like I like a lot of pet peeves and things um maybe i think socks with sandals doesn't really
2: Ooh. that's kind
1: of a rough one for me
0: yeah which is like a.
1: it's a little controversial because i think now i'm starting i i feel like i know people that do this like socks with slides i see a lot and i just i don't like it
0: listen if you're taking the garbage out that is the only applicable time socks with sandals otherwise this is
1: not the same as socks with crocs because you can rock socks with crocs that's fine yeah like i don't have a problem with that
0: because the Croc
1: covers it but like you know yeah Yeah, everything else is like i don't like it it's weird
0: mm -mm. uh 73 do you consider yourself an artist?
1: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no because I think I have to be Ooh. honest. Like I don't consider myself an artist, but I do think what I I wouldn't reject the label too harshly because I do think what I do has an aspect of art to it, and creation is mm. inherently art. But I don't think I just personally don't claim that title. But I can see why someone might, and I do. Maybe I should be more open to it because I do play piano and I am trying to like make my own songs and stuff. So. It's yeah. probably my own hang-ups. Like, I, I want to say yes, but I would be lying to you and being like, oh, well, I'm really open-minded, and I am, <laughs> but, not, but not that open-minded. You know what I mean? Uh, like, sometimes you got to be, you got to look in the mirror a little bit and be like, <laughs> maybe I have my own hang-ups that I need to let like go of, but.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Hey, listen, art to me is a category. Like food. You don't have to like the food, but it's all art. You know what I mean? So, hey.
1: Am I a chef? Because I have, like, mates. Like,
0: I don't know. Like, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a chef. <laughs> Well, maybe that's a question coming up. It's not. Um <laughs> 74. What's something you tried to cook and failed?
1: Oh man, so much. <laughs> um, I think the absolute worst cooking experience I had, which honestly I'm like setting up for another one today. We'll see how it goes. Oh boy. It was soup.
0: Oh. Um
1: I have the recipe somewhere. It was like a recipe I got online. I feel like I had made it before, or someone in my house had made it before. Came out fine. What had happened was the the pot like this we have we have this cursed pot that I've never used again. It's very like um kind of metallicy. It's like if you um have gone to like certain maybe like I think it's a little bit more common like a Mexican grocery store, but those kind of like metally like not silver metal, but like it's like a blue metal pot. Like we had one of those where it's like
2: yeah,
1: what kind of metal is this? I'm not sure. It's like a I don't know whatever. Yeah. Something about those, I feel like they stick really easily. And what happened was, like, I followed all the instructions. You know, I did my best, but the meat, like, got kind of adhered to the bottom when it cooked. Mm-hmm. And especially because I, I do tend to like lean on lightly overcooking for me, because I am a little worried that I'm going to kill people with like the meats in their crook. <laughs> so I wouldn't, I, I'll lean Fair. on slightly overcooked if I need to. Um, and it just kind of adhered, and the whole soup tasted burned.
2: Ugh. Like
1: it was so bad. Um, and it was so bad. I was like, y'all don't even, you know, let's just get a pee. Like I, it's, it's over, you know, <laughs> I'm tasting it. I know it's bad. It was awful. Um, I haven't made the soup since I'm making another soup today. It's a tomato soup. I feel like that'll be easier. It's like, okay, we're just kind of blending things. We're like, we're in roasting things. But it was a traumatic experience making that soup. Let alone yeah. also soup's tough to sell to like my family anyway. Cause it's like, you gotta be kind of in the mood for soup. And it's like, it's not even that cold right now. Like,
2: mm. I didn't
1: tell them I'm making the soup for today. I don't know how they're going to take it. I feel like they might be, But I'm making grilled cheese, too. So I'm like, you can just fill up on the grilled cheese. I think it'll be okay. But the soup yeah. was truly awful. And I spent hours on it. And it came out so bad.
0: This is the redemption Terrible. soup. This is the redemption soup today.
1: This is what I hope. Everyone needs that, that arc. So hopefully <laughs> this is mine. I will let Keep, you know. I'm
0: keeping my fingers crossed. Uh, 75. Dub the Ben Hansen. After the first mm. guest of this year's show, and, you know, some fella. Uh, what's the greatest piece of art ever made?
1: Mm. Oh, man. A tough question every year, even tougher when it's zoomed out to forever. Oh, yeah. man. It's so tough, because I think so many cliches also run through your mind, and you're like, is that the best? Or Do I just know it really well? I'm just going to go off the cuff. I'm gonna say the great gatsby it's a really good book Ooh. i didn't name it for a book everyone should read because i do think it's a little like capital l literary and not mm. everyone might be excited by that but i think it's beautifully written and i think outside of looking at you know the themes and motifs in relation to like what it's saying about america at the time and sort of the roaring 20s and all of that like outside of all of that i think it's fun at the surface for the drama of the relationships between the characters And I love when there's books that you can enjoy on kind of every level. I think it's also stood the test of time in a really fun way. So I'll go Greg Gatsby, even though it's a tough question.
0: It's the most hyperbolic question that's ever been written. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But I I think that's an excellent answer. Uh, 76. Have you ever had something happen to you that you would consider paranormal? Mm,
1: I don't think so. And I'm so... Grateful for that because I'm so scared all the time. (laughs) I don't know if I'd be able to handle a paranormal event happening. I don't know, but you'll know when it happens to me because I will tweet about it for sure. (laughs) Turn notifications on because every second we approach closer to paranormal activity.
2: We're
0: almost there. Ghost stories, it's happening. Uh, seventy-seven. Would you ever use a Ouija board?
1: i think i would but i'm not Mm -hmm. i'm not gunning for it i'm not buying one i think i could see a context where i don't know someone thinks it'd be fun like i'm not against it i know some people feel like it's you know bringing about bad energy but i'm not running for it either in a certain context to like oh let's let's join in on this person's fun or they are inviting me into this thing or whatever but why risk it, you know?
2: That's So it's I'm like, saying. I don't know. Ooh.
1: I don't know. But I could see you know, I could see a, a time where it's maybe a little bit more innocuous.
0: Okay. so we see we wait for the Ouija board tweet 20 minutes later, then we got the ghost yep. tweet. <laughs> That's the order of operations
2: there. Uh 78. Simply why? Why not? There it is. There <laughs> it is uh 79
0: if given the chance when would you time travel to
1: this is tough i think i gotta go past because if i go future i'm I'm terrified of the butterfly
2: effect you mm-hmm. know
1: like if i see anything and maybe now I, I take a left instead of a right or whatever and i you know i do name the cat coco and everyone dies as a result like i just can't
0: too much <laughs> that was the line that was the one too thing
1: <laughs> much to think about um so i think i have to go past but you can't go too far back because society as bad as it is now there's some dark stuff back there so I, so i'm thinking what's that sweet spot um okay here's a qu- well i don't maybe maybe this is too much but like mm. am i there with myself if i'm in the
2: past
0: Interesting, like, can you run into yourself or are yeah. you, mm, I'm going to go by rules from Lost, and I'm going to say, yes, that is a okay. possibility. What's the piece of,
1: there's like a piece of fiction where it's like the closer you get to yourself, the more chaotic the world gets also or something, right? I'm not yeah. making that up. I feel like that was.
0: There's, oh, there's so many times. And they're like, watch things. out, because and... if you
1: stand so too close to yourself, there's like a.
0: Like a word staticky field around yourselves or whatever. Yeah, I forgot
1: I, where that was from. So, it's probably a lot of places, honestly. Um, so, I'd be worried about running into myself. So, I
2: could show up before myself, mm-hmm. kind of alleviate that. um You know, yeah,
1: maybe, maybe I could go again, like times just more that maybe sometime in the 90s. Maybe like 90 or early i was born 94 so like early 90s i'm still a baby so i'd probably be fine um but yeah maybe seeing like you know nirvana perform again kind of cliche but like yeah that that could be fun you know the if i bring the cash i have now to the prices like once you account i I could ball out on a trip to the the 90s
0: yeah just buy apple stock and rock it out
1: (laughs) i didn't even think of that part i'm like oh man that's what i forgot to do (laughs) The butterfly effect. I don't know if I want to do too much either.
2: Uh,
0: fair. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. I
1: have too much anxiety in time travel, I think is the truth here. <laughs> too many gears turning.
0: Yeah. Uh question 80. Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it?
1: No. I think <laughs> I'd like to, you know, wake up one day and just be like, I'm I'm someone that wakes up at this time now. <laughs> and we we're rolling with this forever but no I think um, I think too a lot of my life changes have been knocking over a fridge you never get it in one go you kind of got to rock it a little bit
2: because mm. it's like
1: when did you know I try to think of like okay well when did I go from like not really running to running and I don't think it really like it didn't stick like a switch or anything it wasn't like a one time thing it kind of slowly became and now it just is so, no, I don't think I've ever done that. I dream of doing that, though. Every month, I write out my goals, and I'm like, today, I am going to make three TikToks. And it hasn't happened yet, but it's <laughs> we're getting close. We're getting closer.
0: That fridge is a rocking. It's happening. Uh, 81. What game show, past or present, would you love to be a
2: contestant on?
1: I feel like I just don't have any practical knowledge to offer a lot of these shows. Maybe... um. Oh man, it's just so t- again. It's the neuroses holding me back, even in the hypothetical world. Because I'm like, who wants to be a millionaire? Maybe, but like, bro, some of them questions. I'm like, I just know I'll get some a question where I'm like, oh my god, I'm dumb, and now everyone knows that I'm dumb. You know, because I always say it jokingly, and people are like, oh, you're just joking. I don't want y'all to really peel that mm. curtain back too far. But let's go with who wants to be a millionaire, because I feel like, or you know what, let's do how much money can you get on are you smarter than a fifth grader because everyone
0: kind of agrees that like Ooh. none of
1: us know this so i feel like it's it's more okay
0: yeah the the conceit of the show is that everyone gets it wrong eventually you know like yes uh yeah it's not the biggest prize in the world but you could you could probably walk out away with what 10 grand or something they do on that show mean, oh, like
2: that's like not anything oh yeah. man i mean compared to the million yeah I, let's
1: Maybe who wants to be a millionaire because I think it has some of the best music too. The, mm.
2: the
0: weight the, the like anticipation music that just slowly builds yes. the boom boom with the heartbeat. Yeah, it's good.
1: Are you guys not hearing that all the time? In your everyday life? <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: uh, AV, 80, uh, 82. What's a quote that you love?
1: i don't know if this is like a direct quote it's maybe kind of like an interpolation on the like this two shall pass but it's kind of this, it's just time passing is the one that i like go back to again kind of just an interpolation of that old quote yeah. but even though it's like really cheesy i think i try to like for as much as i can be a little bit neurotic i do try to think about no matter what i'm doing it is just time passing and the time will pass and i'll be out the other end no matter what so i kind of try to use that to put it in perspective of like Okay, well, what's really gonna happen? We're gonna get to this date. Maybe you have the thing done. Maybe you don't. You know, I don't know. But either way, like Thursday is gonna get there. So, like, yeah. just do your best, and like, we're gonna get to that next checkpoint. Um, so yeah, I think that would be mine.
2: I
0: like it. Uh, Eighty three. What's the best shirt that you own?
1: The best shirt I own. Uh, I don't wear it often because it doesn't fit very well. It doesn't look very good, but it is a um, I wore it actually the other day on PS. I love you because I wasn't uh, feeling 100%. So I'm, I got to put on, it called the sick day shirt. And it's a uh-huh. picture of uh, Scotty Pippen holding up Michael Jordan. And it has the stats for the game that he did, the sick game he did, yeah. where it's still a debate. Was he hung over? Was it food poisoning? We don't really know the answer. Da, 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 Like, but that infamous sick game where he put up all those points in like, I think it was like a playoff game too, you know, forgive me for not having Bulls history completely tattooed into my brain, though I do know a lot <laughs> of it being from Chicago. But yeah, I like that shirt because it's like, Well, one, it's so specific. I think everyone kind of gets a kick out of it because if you know, you know. And it's the only shirt where like several people in my family are like, I kind of want that shirt. And I got it from like (laughs) those, uh, if you're like, and I'm sure many cities have this vibe, but like Southside Chicago, those random stores that have like random, somewhat bootleg sports paraphernalia. And it's like wall to wall of just stuff. Yeah. And everything's really cheap, but it's just lots of stuff. Like you can just get stuff there. It was one of those uh, stores that I picked it up from um and yeah it's a fun one highly specific definitely a favorite
0: oh i love that uh eighty four would you change i'm so unsure of myself 84 would you change your middle name
1: no because i don't have one and i think it's simpler that way
0: oh okay And no one ever
1: believes me the first time around when they ask about it, they just assume that I'm hiding some embarrassing middle name <laughs> what, or something.
0: But middle name would be so awful that you just no, I have nothing well, and never ask another question.
1: Everyone hates their middle name. They're always like, oh, it's Emma. And even if your first name's Emma, like that's fine. But when it's like the middle <laughs> name, there's so much like people seem to like there's like this weird baggage of like who you could have been or something. I don't know. People yeah. get weird about it.
0: Anytime a friend of mine has a new baby, the middle name is invariably something weird. Or super old like in honor of like a great aunt yeah, or, bartholomew
1: something. or something yeah yeah
0: and is it's... that your
1: middle name are you bob bartholomew buell and <laughs> would you tell me if you were
0: if i was that would be hilarious uh so i absolutely would i always wished my middle name was like otis so my initials would be b-o-b uh That'd but it's good. not it's just stanley just fine <laughs> <laughs> unimpressive there were were
1: many missed opportunities there you have to question that's when i go back in time to i'm like hey have you thought of
0: (laughs) the date before i was born yeah uh just maybe change the paperwork for a second um 85 what's a good impression you can do
1: um yoshi oh probably is this the part where i do the yes
2: i mean if you'd you'd be so kind. yeah yeah, yeah, sure That's good. I think
1: it's pretty good. Yeah, I practice a lot on my stream. It's one of my redemptions. (laughs) It's between that and Toad, but also with the sore throat. I don't think it's it's not a good Toad day for me, or it's a great Toad day for me because you kind of get like that deep, the baritone that Toad has,
0: natural Toad esque. Yeah, but
1: Yoshi's a fun one too, just because I know you've heard you've heard Yoshi say a lot of things, and Yoshi's a very animated character. You know, you throw in the eggs, you hit by stuff like
0: the flutter jump, it's all there.
1: Yoshi's done it all, so oh. that's one I, I return to gladly.
0: Excellent, and it will be gladly in the supercut of all impressions on this show. Uh, 86, is there a tattoo you wanted to get, but are glad you didn't get?
1: Yeah, I feel like I probably had some ugly ones on my like Pinterest board in high school, like many people, um, but I wouldn't say I ever wanted to get any of those. Mm. I just kind of was like, Think like kind of like thinking about it. Um, I mean, what's like, I'm trying to think of what's the one I most seriously thought of that would be hideous if I got probably like the infinity shape, but I don't think I was ever serious about that. I wasn't like, this is what I'm doing when I'm 18. Um, For the record, I don't have any tattoos yet, um, but I do want one. I Mm. want a precursor orb on my calf, which is neutral. It's not Jack 2 specific, it's just (laughs) serious in general. So it's a bulletproof tattoo right there. Perfect. Um, hopefully
0: that's that's honestly pretty good yeah because it's another one of those if you know you know yeah 87 how would you describe your 16 year old self oh quiet sir
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm saying a lot
1: i'm pretty loud now but i do think i was pretty quiet as a like when i was younger i don't think i was nearly as outspoken um a little awkward a little i'm trying to think what style phase i was in because i went through them rapidly i think at 16 i was probably in my either just leaving my preppy phase it was like a prep mm. emo phase was kind of it prep like i really emo. wanted to have like i'm like oh man i would love to have those like cool straight ba-. like i try to tease my hair a little bit but it didn't really work i have very curly like hair in as like an adult and as a kid I did too I just didn't style it to make it curly but like I would straighten my hair every day when I was 16 I had my side bangs and like you know yeah but I, I shopped I think still a lot at that time I think I was mostly in the prep phase of like Hollister Abercrombie uh, Aeropostale mm. American Eagle very much like brand name part two like before that I had like my more you know urban hip-hop style of dress where i wore a lot of like echo and rock aware and like when i was a kid i wore a lot of like basketball jerseys and like oh yeah so i was kind of like pivoting between that and just like i don't know how i exited high school actually like what i looked like at that point i just saw a um, weird mashup of a lot of choices
0: <laughs> of but, all seven different options yeah
1: yeah and i only not only but i mostly listen to rock at that point a lot of indie rock i definitely was uh what we now look back on is like the indie sleaze era, like MGMT and like Arctic Monkeys and like, yeah, you know, I had like my camera and I'd take my pictures and they were like artsy. <laughs> I was an artist at the time, you know, like, um, yeah, yeah, but still creative. Like I always wrote a lot. So
0: nice. that was
1: me. 16.
0: I'm getting Tough the visual. Times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 88. What's the worst injury you've ever had?
1: The worst injury I ever had was um, a sort of, I say busted, but it's a little dramatic because it was never diagnosed by like a physician because like, who has that money? Um, But I had um, an IT band injury in 2015 Hmm. um, and I was training for the longest race I had done at the time, which would be a 15 mile race. It was called the Polar Dash. They no longer offer that distance, which I think is smart because it is too far and it is too cold because it is January in Chicago when they do that race. Oh, yeah. And. The the last training run I was doing for that race was when I, like, kind of heard it. Like, I felt it happen in real time. Like, as I was, like, last mile of the, the training run, I, like, felt the pull. And then it was just really sore. And I tried, like, you know, stretching and, like, looking up so many videos. And I'm, like, you know, a internet Google expert is, and I don't have expertise. I just Googled a lot of things in, like, that injury because I had... It had caused me like so much pain. Then I ran the race on it, which is dumb. You shouldn't do that. I'm now that I'm older, I probably would never do anything that reckless. Mm. Um, but I was only like 21 at the time, and I'm like, that's oh, fine, like whatever. And then it, it was sore for like like a month afterwards. And I Ooh. since then I've been really um I'm kind of collecting slowly like what focus areas I have for my own physical fitness, like points that tend to get injured. And the IT band is one that I'm like always kind of watching out for ever since that injury because. It was just so, like, dramatic and painful at the time. Um, yeah. yeah. And then runner-up is, like, I had a foot injury, like, near my marathon, but that wasn't nearly as dramatic. I recovered from that pretty quickly, and now I'm just kind of, like, on alert to make sure that, like, I'm stretching more and strengthening, like, my ankle and that whole area. But the IT band one is the one that kind of put me out of commission for a little while.
0: Does not sound fun. Uh, 80 something. 89. What's a habit of yours you want to break?
1: There's so many. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I think going to bed late, but that mm. one's so tough because like have fun at night sometimes. You know what I mean? It's like oh we're hanging out, and then it's like this push and pull between wanting to be like disciplined, but then also wanting to feel like, am I really going to bed early instead of like spending time with like these people and like making these memories and da da da. So I think. So, I don't even know if I want to break that. Maybe just getting up earlier, like sleeping Mm. in too late might be a habit. because, like, I feel like it's a little easier to control. But at the same time, then I'm like, I don't want to not sleep though, because that's also toxic. But like getting that whole thing down, I feel like has been a mess for probably a lot of years. Since it's been in my control, it has not been in control. So, I would like to (laughs) fix that.
0: Since it's been in my control, it hasn't been in control. That yes. is a quote unquote, if I ever heard one. That's great. Uh, question 90 on the home stretch here. Have you ever lied on your resume?
1: No, very strategically, Ooh. in the sense that I think. <laughs> If i had something that maybe i didn't want to include you know i mean everyone cares a resume to specific jobs yeah um and you of course like fluff up like oh led the whatever it's like i didn't man i don't know i wrote news articles
0: in excel that's it yeah i'm like how do
1: i say i wrote news articles in three different ways so that it seems like i have more skills you know communicating with team via slack i did but like who cares like i don't know hopefully the people reading this yeah hopefully the people reading it because this is what i'm coming up with um But yeah, no, I don't think I've ever lied uh, on there. But you know, you try to make it sound sound nice, but no, never an explicit lie.
0: Oh yeah, uh, ninety one. Have you ever punched someone in the face?
1: Yeah, I, I've tried to at least. I don't know if I landed that hit on that girl. I boxed. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I don't. I probably didn't. She was really good, and i and I'm not lying, y'all. I swear. I think this girl. Ha- In my mind, she gets younger every time I think about her. I think she's like she was could not be over 14. And I was like 20 at the time or 21 or something. But again, it's it's a build height sport. You need some. But but she's been boxing since she was like six. So I'm like, look, I have no qualms saying that this girl is way better than me, way stronger than me. (laughs) And frankly, she's terrifying. I don't want to fight her. This is scary, scary stuff i like to think that maybe i landed a punch somewhere there but i sparked throwing like once or twice and it was horrifying each time
2: i don't know if so I if i landed it it was point. there
1: but no yeah. you can't mm. She's terrifying she's really good good job keep up the good work
0: <laughs> she's taking on all the nine-year-olds it's brutal oh yeah. yeah uh 92 would you ever go to a nude beach
1: no i feel like i don't want to deal with the aftermath of the sand everywhere and I don't think I'd get a lot out of it.
2: Yeah. Like you know
1: what I mean? Like I don't think there's a lot a lot for me there versus the trade off that I'd have to make. Also just not a big beach person in general. So I feel like I'd oh. probably go to one that was less involving sand in everywhere. Yeah. If I had to go if I had to go to one. So
0: very fair. Ninety three somehow not the realest question. Uh, when was the last time you cried?
1: Mm. definitely like the Last of Us, uh, HBO episode three, got yeah. me there. Yeah. I I regret not full and no spoilers in case people are slowly catching up with it. But I regret not fully giving into the cry because I just didn't want to cause a scene. I was watching with other people and I didn't want to like like ruin like the intensity of like the. The moments or whatever, yeah. um But everyone else is doing the same. Like I found out afterwards, like my family I was like, "Oh my I was back tears too." I'm like, "We should have started bawling together, and it would have been more been appropriate." Yeah. But yeah, um episode five was pretty moving too. I don't think it quite was as tear-inducing as three was. I might be mixing up the episodes. People who watch the show would probably know episodes I'm talking about. But uh yeah, that's probably the last time.
0: That's that's goodie. Uh, ninety four. What's something you've done and will probably never do again?
1: There's a um a hike I keep going on by somewhat by accident. That's uh I'm trying to remember where exactly it's at. You know I'm like in the kind of valley-ish area of LA, and there's like a lot of like mountain ranges and things. And there's one hike that like it just gets a little too steep for my comfort level so i'm kind of thinking maybe we just don't come back here again because it's just and it's it's funny because the trails marked as like moderate it's not even like that hard but i'm like i think i need like sticks or something like i don't know i'm just not good at like at a certain point i get a little too skeeved out Mm. so but i don't know i'd like to think that i can overcome that over time also maybe it's just not an ideal trail for me maybe i just thrive more on wider because that's the thing it being narrow i'm like if i fall this is the end, you know. Going. Yeah, it's too, yeah, like, so that's probably something. That's just the first thing that came to mind. Um, yeah, I'll put that down for now because I'm not looking to go back anytime soon.
0: Gotcha. Uh, Ninety-five. Best compliment you ever received. Hmm.
2: It's tough. It'd probably
1: be something about my work, to some degree. But I don't remember. I should probably start writing those down. Just to like keep in my back pocket, but yeah, like I don't, I can't think of a something too specific, but yeah, anything related to like people, you know, giving me props on like an article or a review usually is pretty, um, pretty up there, but I can't think of anything like off the top of my head of a singular one that stands out above the rest of them.
0: Gotcha. Uh, 96 tell me a joke
2: Mm, okay
1: um the first one i thought of was like a really inappropriate joke from sopranos i don't want to tell because it's very crass the second one what could be the second one i don't know it's so tough this is like back to the pickup lines where so many of these are just i don't know what comes to mind um I don't know. Now I'm just running through variations of Ellie's joke book from the last of us. Again, it's like all I have on my mind is puns and things. Um, I don't have anything. I gotta, I gotta choke under pressure here. I got, I got
2: nothing for you.
0: <laughs> totally fine. Totally fine. We make up for it with question 97, 97 used to be a question I came up with that just wasn't all that good. So I took it and I crumpled up, and I tossed it in the recycling bin. And I replaced it with the listener question of the week uh nice. which people can send in, of course, if they have a question they want to see used on a future episode at ninety nine questions pod of course the number ninety nine questionspod at gmail.com, or ninety nine questions pod on twitter uh and this week, because it's my show, and no one can tell me otherwise, we have two because why not? uh, we have the first one. From Groffles, thank you, Groffles. Question for Janet. If there was one place you could retire, where would it be? And then uh adding any additional information, any family or friends or partners that you would like uh could also be there as well. So ideal retirement locale. Oof, I feel like I need to travel more to really
1: answer it, but I think off the top of my head, it's gotta be someplace warm i don't know Um, i mean i really i really like here in la but it doesn't really give retirement you know
2: um yeah true
1: maybe maybe san diego just because um my boyfriend's pretty fond of san diego and i think it's like kind of a nice relaxing mix of things Mm. i'm not sure Because I also thought of Hawaii, but that's, like, the distance off the mainland alone is, I think, kind of a little bit too much of a pain.
0: Yeah. Hey, good options all around. Thank you, Groffles. And our second one, would you know it, ain't a text question. It's a voicemail, which people can leave from the 99 Questions hotline, which the phone number we all know. I definitely didn't have to bring it up here. 732-592-9838 which, of course, spells out real wax vet, because all the good acronyms for phone numbers are already taken. Uh, so here is the voicemail. Hopefully you hear it. Uh, I think I set this up
2: properly. Hey, Bob. Hey, Janet. This is friend of the show, Holden A uh, Quick question, Janet. What is the correct amount of time to arrive at an airport before your flight, and why is it less than what you're going to tell us? Thanks
0: well there you go that feels like a very targeted question
1: and you know what's funny i still don't remember so like hold it i hope you're listening to his answer because i we had this conversation i still have to check with isaiah on when we should arrive at the airport i never know um without asking him he's in the room mm-hmm. i'm going to see if i remember okay i want to say for domestic like you're not going international i want to say like an hour before you board before it says boarding time is fine and i think you can get away with less but an hour is comfortable i think is that correct (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i have to check every time because i am notoriously um unaware even though i've traveled a lot for work which i'm like You know, obviously, some of that is self-funded. Some of that is through a way of, like, getting to do cool stuff for my job, which I'm very appreciative of. It's very cool to get to travel for work. However, I still don't understand when I have to show up to the airport. And as a kid, I only, like, had, for, like, flights, we really only did that trip to Mexico, which was, like, in 2003 or four. So this is, like, you know, post 9-11. Like, it's super intense security. And also, like, whether it's, you know, cultural and like a racial sense or just who who your family is it seems like my family likes to show up really early because as a kid we would show up stupid early and again Mexico's mexico is technically international like it's not the country right so it's like it has that yeah. layer to it but also like we dropped my um my uncle and um his i believe wife off at the airport and i forget how early they show they showed up at least like, we're like, oh, when's your flight, by the way? And it had to have been four, maybe more hours before the plane boarded. Whoa. And they're like, well, we want to we eat first. And I was like, I dropped them off. I'm like, what are they eating? Thanksgiving dinner? They're making themselves? Like, come on. <laughs> but I like to think it's like, look, I could be worse, right? And like, look, I love my uncle, but I don't know what he's doing having us drop him off. And granted, you know, it's not a lot, it's not kind of like an awkward amount of time to kill, but this was like, this was like, a morning-ish flight morning afternoon like we asked like what time would you like to br-? like we could have br- they wanted to get there that early like that's okay. what they do mm-hmm. so i come from a long line of early airport arrivers and even now like it's all on faith that i go with the times i go and i like lightly stress like so there's been so many times where i just keep this to myself because i don't want people to know that i'm neurotic but like i'll be looking like i've been in line and been like oh my god the line's not moving fast enough when is this board oh man what time is it and i can't do anything about it. i don't know i'm checking my watch and stuff but i'm if i'm not immediately going through i'm like oh my god the plane's gonna leave without me what are we gonna do
2: You're doing the problem. math
0: like 12 people, 60 minutes. We're moving one person. Like, I'm, I,
1: I'm, oh, you know, I'm, a, well, I got TSA pre now, finally. Uh, hey, there you, go. like, you gotta go to TSA pre, but before that, oh, I'm unlacing the shoes early. I'm getting the bag. I got like, <laughs> I'm holding a bunch of, I'm looking ahead. Are we doing bins? Are we not doing? But they never have the information put, like, I'm doing a whole thing. But
0: they should have a sign. One day I
1: will learn, it'll, it, it'll get ingrained in me on what time mm-hmm. I need to be there, and I'll be able to accept that fully. But, we're not there yet.
0: Today is not that day. No. Very, very fair. And thank you for the questions, uh, Groffles and Holden. Wonderful. Uh, question 98. What made you want to be who you are today?
2: Mm, um, I think just
1: kind of going with the flow of things. Um, I feel like who I am today is not at all who I envisioned myself to be at many different points in my life, you know, we talk about like, oh, what's the first thing you want to be as a kid, right? Like, I'm not a baseball player in Japan. Um, I'm not a basketball player. I'm not a teacher. I'm not a teacher again, because, you know, as a kid, I was maybe a teacher. And then as an adult, I'm like, teacher. And I studied for it. Then I'm like, no. (laughs) And I think as much as I, you know, joke about and generally am, you know, inclined to being anxious, uptight, overthinking, I really try to like be open to the fact that Assuming that you're lucky, life is long. There's a lot of time that you're going to have, and again, the time's going to pass anyway. So, would you like to be where you want to be, or would you like to still be where you are, out of your mm. own hangups for being like, you know, sunk? It, whether it's sunk in uh, cost fallacy of this is what I've done, whether it's like the the fear of starting over for things. Like, I've really tried to embrace what do I want to do, and let's work towards that. And like, the worst case scenario is it doesn't end up happening. And or you lose interest, but then that means that's not what you want to do anymore. So then that's fine. Like being open to that is what has made me who I am. And I think what helps me determine who I want to be is just kind of trying to follow what is on my mind at the time. Like when I sit down, you know, month after month, year after year, like what kind of things would I like to do and working backwards from there? Okay. Well, if I want to, you know, host more stuff, maybe I should work on getting a reel or like doing, you know, tweeting out about that more or like, if I want to make more money, okay, well, what are ways that I can do that? That makes sense. Like in that context, if I want to just think about what things would I like to do and like, okay, let's start going after those things in pieces. Um, And I think also holding on to, and I'm sure people have said this a million times over, but it's something my brother says a lot, which is, um, you know, life has seasons. And I've really embraced that a lot in trying to, um, you know, be kinder to the pace that I move at you know, life has seasons. Maybe this season is my writing season. Maybe it's more of my streaming season. Maybe this is, you know, this was my, I had my marathon season and I haven't ran a lot lately and I haven't been super satisfied with that, but I'm also aware that like, this is kind of an in-between season for me with this sport and I'm figuring it out. And that's fine. And you can have that and like giving yourself permission to give yourself the space for that. You know, like I, I work in such a contentious field or rough field in the sense of like job security and many people change things, you know, being in games media and people go to PR, but then they leave PR, but then they come back and they do all these things. And like, I've seen a lot of, unfortunately, I've seen a lot of my peers struggle with the idea of what is next, whether it's because they're forced to ask themselves that question or whether because they're asking it by way of trying to create, you know, a plan for themselves that feels sustainable and good. And it's like, hey, don't be afraid to go in whatever direction that you feel compelled to go in. And you know, obviously, you have to set up plans for the things you wanna do in life. There are plenty of restrictions that we have in our world, but that's really what's I think has determined who I am and who i wanna be um carefully and regularly reevaluating things and moving based on those evaluations and knowing that that's that the now is not the always mm. and I think just being open to that has been uh sort of my ethos that I come back to
0: i I love that, and uh I think it brings us perfectly. Right up to the top of the mountain. The titular question, if you were. Question 99. What do you want to be remembered for?
2: Hmm. I want to be
1: remembered for um, I guess creating cool stuff would be hmm. the shortest version of it. Um, and obviously like cool can do a lot of work there. It can be things that are interesting, things that are entertaining. Um things that are you know thoughtful um but yeah I think that's that's the first thing that comes to mind obviously there is like more than that but that's a big part of what I hope to leave behind Um, I mean well that's what I'm leaving behind if you pick that up that's that's you know (laughs) that is what it is I like to think that you know people will carry that forward and kind of already have you know I don't know how long those memories will necessarily last for people but it's also why I'm like. Hey, let me try to like post these things on on youtube or whatever like these things will have a potentially longer lifespan than myself and maybe the benefits the joy the whatever that can offer can be um enriching to people i think just making things that people can find enrichment through um in some form is what i'd want to be is one thing i'd want to be remembered for
0: for sure and Dare I say, I think this interview here has been a very cool thing that you have created here. So I thank you very much for being on. This has been an absolute uh, treat here. Um, Is there anything at all you'd like to plug, promote, waft into the ears of our wonderful listeners? Anything at all. The floor is exclusively yours.
1: Yeah, well, you know, first of all, shout out to you for doing this show. Um, oh. I've made and tossed many a podcast and I'm like, <laughs> one day I'll go back to that. It is so hard to like have the consistency, to like have the commitment to do it, to set up all this stuff. And um, yeah, I appreciate you inviting me into that space of like the stuff that you're making. Um, one reason I don't have a podcast is because it's a lot of work. And but I love being on podcasts, as you see from me <laughs> constantly being on podcasts so um yeah thanks for creating this it was really i had a good time being on here Thank you. it was so interesting with like i know it's not meant to be like a, a deep break of the show but it was so interesting like coming in it's like okay question after question and then at certain points you kind of like loosen up and you get into it and like i don't know i just had a really good time it's been a blast having you in you know the mid mex community and getting to hear from you so like seeing you on this other context was super fun so i know shout out to you for making this uh shout out to people for listening writing and participating something i want to do more like i listen to so much stuff and i like i'm like no one knows but i'm a fan it's like i'm just lurking <laughs> in the shadows which is fair and too but i think it's super cool when people join in on the fun um yeah i mean for, as far as me you know i have pendapixels.com is my website that i uh do my reviews and features on my um, handles game honestists on all social media platforms on youtube on twitch on tiktok on everything um so yeah follow me there if uh your those platforms are of interest to you or if my content is of interest to you i do different things everywhere but it all kind of has the same slice of you know criticism slash hanging out with people talking about stuff answering questions um you know bonding over uh, a shared hobby and interest of gaming so yeah come through if that's you i got a lot to offer i try to have a lot to offer if i'm not offering something you want to see hit me up maybe i'll do it We'll see what the future holds and uh, what the next season is for uh, my content. And here's to everyone's next season and in, in what they got going on.
0: What an absolute legend. Everybody give it up for Janet Garcia. She is amazing also a couple quick updates uh i was thinking of the room 23 starring jim carrey she met 1408 starring john cusack two different movies apologies to jim carrey i guess also she updated us on our twitter the soup came out good the soup came out good uh but it's last call time the red light's on let's figure out what we learned here we learned that Fonzie very cool but socks and sandals very uncool socks on hands though of mick foley very cool again Uh, the science is out as to why, but these are the facts here, people. We learn that life comes at you in seasons. A genuinely great mantra for your life, but you know what else comes in seasons? The actual seasons. Mariah Carey, how have you not written a Halloween song yet? Get on it, girl. We learn that caviar tastes like debt. We learn that the devil is a gamer, shocking absolutely no one, and we learn that shovel foods are the most comforting foods. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to get to rocking this refrigerator that we call life. I'll see you again in two weeks for our next episode. Until then,
2: thank you, and good night.